Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the two powerful storm systems hitting the United States, blizzard warnings out west and deadly weather in the south. Plus, cities like D.C., New York, and Boston preparing for flash flooding and heavy rain. The water was up to my door. Hundreds of thousands are without power tonight as a massive storm brings life-threatening conditions and at least a dozen reported tornadoes. The reason for the defense secretary's mystery hospitalization is revealed. Complications from his prostate cancer treatment. Why the president didn't know the reason until today. Discussions about screening, treatment, and support are often deeply personal and private ones. A federal panel hears Donald Trump's claim of immunity, but the judges sound skeptical what it all means. The president has to have immunity. And the other thing is I did nothing wrong. The investigation into that Alaska Airline 737 MAX that lost a door panel is honing in on bolts. And the new concern tonight about bottled water and your health, what you should know. Good evening, I'm Nora O'Donnell, and thank you for being with us on this Tuesday night. We want to begin tonight with a story that's impacting just about every state in America. The dangerous weather from not one, but two major winter storms. The National Weather Service today saying 47 states are under weather alerts. We're talking about deadly tornadoes in the south, blizzard conditions in the Midwest, and here in the Mid-Atlantic and Northeast, high winds, heavy rain, and flooding. Nearly 210 million Americans are in the path of this monster storm, and parts of the Northeast are under a state of emergency. We have team coverage tonight from multiple storm locations, and CBS's Dave Malkoff will start us off from hard-hit Panama City Beach, Florida. 
Parts of the Florida panhandle pummeled by a powerful tornado, blasting through block after block, blowing apart buildings, shredding structures, and lifting homes off their foundation. Every storm has an indelible image. Right. And I would guess this is it. Gary Michaels rode out the storm across the street from a house that looked like this before the tornado tore through. It was a freight train hitting a brick wall. That's how loud it was. It was extremely scary in the house. Then the winds whipped north. About 600 miles of warnings. Heavy rain flooded roads and stranded drivers. The water was up to my door, so I had to roll my pants up, um, put my shoes in my book bag. I had to actually walk through that water to get out of there. Tonight, 84 million people are under flood watches and warnings along the East Coast. In Baltimore, sandbags are helping protect low-lying areas, and the governor of New Jersey has declared a state of emergency. CBS's Lana Zack is in Little Falls. Here in northern New Jersey, it is a cold and wet 43 degrees. We've just been constantly pelted with rain all day, and it's increasing in its intensity. The residents here are still recovering from those December floods, and now they're bracing for more. This river will go up very quick and come down very quick. Earlier today, residents raced to fill sandbags. What are you concerned about? Uh, So we don't have a basement, so I'm concerned about my garage in the backyard. And it is expected to get much worse here overnight. Three to four inches of rain, 55 mile per hour winds, but the real threat flooding. This is the Passaic River behind me, and each one of the city's eight pumps are processing 10,000 gallons of stormwater every single minute. The same storm triggered weather warnings across the central U.S., including Iowa, creating dangerous driving conditions in Davenport. Further east, where nearly 300 salt trucks are on the road. But the damage here in Florida won't just melt away. Look at this marina behind me. It was destroyed in 2018 by Hurricane Michael. They rebuilt, they reopened it, Nora, and now here we are five years later, and it's trashed again by a tornado. Oh. Dave Malkoff in Panama City Beach, Florida. Thank you. Well, for more on the tonight's storms and those bearing down on the Northeast, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. The expansive storm across the east likely to produce more severe weather right through the evening. A lot of severe thunderstorms and tornadoes are possible. The entire system should begin to push its way offshore by around midnight or so tonight, but the threat will still remain from Florida all the way up through at least Virginia. Now, in the northeast, big issue here is heavy rain and then very gusty winds. They could be extreme. 60-mile-per-hour winds possible in New York. 75-mile-per-hour winds are possible in a place like Boston as the rain is moving out. Snow will still remain here across the Midwest. Now, on the heels of this one comes another one Friday into Saturday. It also produces a large swath of snow in, yet again, places like Chicago. Detroit, also a target here. Nora, some of the snow totals going into the weekend could top a foot. Wow, Mike Bettis, thank you. The other big news tonight is from here in Washington. We are finally learning why the defense secretary has been in the hospital for more than a week after keeping the public and the president in the dark for days. 70-year-old Lloyd Austin revealing today he is being treated for prostate cancer. And now the White House has issued an order to all presidential cabinet members to make sure the failure to disclose doesn't happen again. More now from CBS's David Martin at the Pentagon. Secretary Austin had surgery for prostate cancer more than two weeks ago, but hid the diagnosis from his commander-in-chief 
until today. The president didn't know about the diagnosis until this morning. Austin underwent surgery on December 22nd. CBS News chief medical correspondent Dr. John LaPook describes the operation, which the Pentagon called an elective medical procedure. When you take out the entire prostate, it is a major operation. On New Year's Day, Austin began to suffer complications. Including nausea with severe abdominal hip and leg pain. Initial evaluation revealed a urinary tract infection. This is an unusual complication. Usually these surgeries, uh, they are big operations, but people recover very well, uh, generally without any kind of a complication like this. Admitted to the ICU with a tube down his nose to drain his stomach, Austin turned over his powers as Secretary of Defense to his deputy, but waited three full days before telling the White House he was in the hospital. It is not optimal for a situation like this uh, to go as long as it did without the commander-in-chief knowing about it. That's not the way this is supposed to happen. The White House ordered all cabinet secretaries to immediately report whenever they are not able to perform their duties. And the Pentagon began a review of what took so long. Austin's spokesman provided one answer. Despite the frequency of prostate cancer, discussions about screening, treatment, and support are often deeply personal and private ones. Yes, it's a very sensitive part of the body, uh, but it's important for men to know what their risk factors are for prostate cancer to, to get screened appropriately. Because they caught Austin's cancer early, his doctors say prospects for recovery are excellent, but he will also have to recover from an examination of whether his desire for privacy led him to violate laws governing the transfer of power. Nora? Good contacts, David Martin. Thank you. Well, tonight, Boeing's CEO is acknowledging that the near-catastrophic incident on board an Alaska Airlines flight was the company's mistake, and he promised 100% transparency every step of the way. CBS's Chris Van Clee with some hard questions tonight to those investigating the mid-air blowout. It appears it's all about the bolts. Investigators are increasingly focused on the four powerful bolts that should have kept the door panel from flying off this 737 MAX 9. They're unaccounted for. We have not yet determined if they existed there. So if the bolts are there, the door doesn't move up, which means it doesn't fly off. Yes. If the bolts are there, it prevents the door from translating upwards and disengaging from the stop fittings. And flying off the plane. And flying off the plane. Sometimes called a door plug, the panel replaces an optional emergency exit. It's visible from the exterior, but inside appears as a normal cabin window. Both Alaska and United are finding some with loose bolts on their now grounded planes. United saying it believes it's an installation issue. If you can't trust the manufacturer to tighten those bolts, can you trust them to tighten all the other bolts in the airplane? Right now, we are focused on the evidence. We deal only with facts, and we're going to have to look at this aircraft. We will go broader if we need to. CBS News has learned investigators want to know if Boeing has received damaged door plugs from its supplier. A month ago, a federal complaint by former employees of that supplier, Spirit Aerosystems, alleged the company's products frequently contained defects. How comfortable would you be getting on a 737 MAX today? I flew on two 737 MAXs to get from Washington, D.C. to California yesterday. Billy Nolan is the former acting FAA administrator. Is there a sufficient amount of FAA oversight of Boeing and its suppliers today? 
I would argue that there is, but I would say as we go through this, is there something additional? And so this is the right case to ask ourselves these questions. What have we missed and what else should we be doing? The NTSB plans to use forensics to try to determine if those bolts were ever installed. Boeing says it is committed to meeting the highest safety standards. And Spirit Aerosystems says its focus is quality. Again tomorrow, hundreds more flights are expected to be canceled. Nora. Those were some tough and very interesting questions. Thank you, Chris Van Cleve. Well, Secretary of State Antony Blinken was back in Israel today saying the cost of the Israel-Hamas war on civilians in Gaza is far too high. His talks with Israel's president and prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, focused on freeing Israeli and American hostages still believed to be held in Gaza. It was Blinken's fourth trip to the region since the conflict began. Back here in Washington, former President Donald Trump appeared before a federal appeals court for the historic arguments over whether he should be immune from prosecution for trying to overturn the results of the 2020 election. But here's what's interesting. The three-judge panel appeared skeptical and painted a dire picture of the future if the president can't be charged with a crime. CBS's Scott McFarlane was inside the courtroom. After arriving in a motorcade through the rain, Donald Trump sat in the front row as his attorney argued the 2020 election conspiracy criminal case against the former president must be dismissed. To authorize the prosecution of a president for his official acts would open a Pandora's box from which this nation may never recover. A trial judge rejected his claim of presidential immunity last year, saying a former president doesn't enjoy a get-out-of-jail-free card which the prosecutor echoed today. The president has a unique constitutional role, but he is not above the law. The appeals court appeared skeptical, too, with one judge calling it paradoxical for a president to swear an oath to uphold the law, yet be allowed to violate the law. Judge Florence Pan posed a pointed hypothetical to Trump's attorney. Could a president who ordered SEAL Team 6 to assassinate a political rival who was not impeached he be subject to criminal prosecution if he were impeached and convicted first. The judges also pressed Trump's attorney when he acknowledged the former president could be charged if he had been convicted by the Senate at his 2021 impeachment. If Donald Trump could have been impeached and convicted and therefore could be prosecuted, then how can they argue immunity at the same time? It's a contradiction. Though he claimed he was forced from the campaign trail by the case, Trump appeared in court voluntarily and addressed cameras at his former D.C. hotel after. I feel that as a president, you have to have immunity. Very simple. And Scott McFarlane is back with us. So, Scott, you were there inside the courtroom. What do we know about a timeline? No timetable from the three judges, two of whom were appointed by President Biden. The losing side, though, is almost certain to appeal. And the special counsel has already tried and failed to get the Supreme Court to fast track this case, which means, Nora, Trump's scheduled March 4th trial date is very much in jeopardy. All right, Scott McFarland, thank you so much. Chaos erupted today in Ecuador. A drug gang briefly took control of a TV station in the South American country, threatening war against the country's new president, who has declared a state of emergency. A powerful gang leader escaped from prison on Sunday, and another broke out today. Gunshots and explosions have been heard in multiple cities, and several police officers were taken hostage and believed to be executed. 
Now to a CBS News investigation into the migrant busing program out of Texas. Nearly 100,000 asylum seekers have been transported to Democratic-led cities, often in the middle of the night and without any notice. CBS's Manuel Bohorquez spoke to an insider who says the lack of advance coordination from Texas officials was deliberate. For years, Tiffany Burrow has helped thousands of migrants arriving in Del Rio, Texas. In April 2022, she became the first nonprofit worker to partner with the state on its new busing program. We were in agreement that this would actually help a lot of people. The program's first bus departed from here. We got a rare look inside Operation Lone Star as migrants signed waivers and received bracelets before boarding buses to cities led by Democrats like New York. But early on, Burrow realized there was a problem. Did you have a sense that state officials were trying to notify and give times ETAs and such? 100 percent, no. The first bus that came here, did you know it was coming? No, no. Within days, Burrow contacted migrant advocate Amy Fisher in Washington, D.C., after the two were connected by a friend. She called me just like that. Eventually, Tiffany started saying, there is a bus coming your way and here's the ETA. As Texas added other cities, the network of nonprofits that Burrow would notify grew. And at her urging, Texas officials agreed to a curfew, so no bus would arrive between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. But in September of last year, a major shift. Texas officials told Burrow they would no longer be providing information that would allow her to coordinate arrivals. No more calling ahead, no more curfew. What was non-negotiable was not being able to notify when people were coming. Were you blindsided by this? I was very surprised. I was the one that was providing migrants for their buses. If we're not going to do this in a coordinated effort, then it really loses its usefulness for migrants. Burrow ended her partnership with the state, and Democratic mayors continue to struggle with the lack of coordination. I'm getting texts from our friends in the other cities saying we heard of people getting dropped off here that are lost, you know, and don't have places to go. In the middle of winter? In the middle of winter. In a statement, the Texas Division of Emergency Management told us the state is not involved in the coordination between nonprofits. As busloads continue to head north, when and where migrants will arrive is often still uncertain. Manuel Bohorquez, CBS News, New York. The big NASA announcement about the mission to send astronauts back to the moon. The details next. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 
NASA announced today it's pushing back the target dates for its next crewed missions to the moon, each by about a year. Artemis II, which will send a crew around the moon, is now set for September of next year. Artemis III, which aims to put American astronauts on the moon's South Pole, is rescheduled for September 2026 as NASA tries to solve technical challenges. New research shows the average bottled water contains hundreds of thousands of microscopic pieces of plastic. What it could mean for your health, that's next. Tonight, there's an alarming new report about the water you're drinking from plastic bottles. CBS's national environmental correspondent, David Schechter, has the details. It's a sobering study and could have profound health implications on the way we consume water. Scientists at Columbia and Rutgers now say an average liter of bottled water contains nearly a quarter million particles of nanoplastics, each the fraction of the width of a human hair. There's been a wealth of research on larger microplastics, much of which end up in oceans, breaking down into tiny fragments. A potential environmental nightmare, but the World Health Organization has called the medical risk low. But with nanoplastics... Do you think there is a reason for concern? Yes, when they are getting into the nano size, can potentially can get into the blood and then they can being transported to the vital organs. The particles there can actually bypass the cells of the GI system. The International Bottled Water Association says there's no scientific consensus on potential health impacts, and media reports do nothing more than unnecessarily scare consumers. Have you changed your own personal use of water bottles after learning this? I intentionally cut down my water, I mean, bottled water consumption maybe by... These scientists recommend consumers use tap water to fill up aluminum bottles as a safer alternative. David Schechter, CBS News, Los Angeles. All right, coming up, a group of seven women make history in the land of 10,000 lakes. We'll explain next. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, I think you'll like this story. History was made in Minnesota's capital city of St. Paul today. Or should we say, herstory was made. St. Paul's new city council was sworn in this afternoon, made up entirely of women. And get this, six of the seven council members are women of color, and they are all under the age of 40. Four of them are new members and say that affordable housing and access to child care are some of their top priorities. Congratulations to them and the people of St. Paul. I am betting that they get some stuff done. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night.
If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.